Hello everyone and welcome to Whole the Podcast, a space where we heal ourselves with love and empathy. I'm Cassie, your host of this podcast. I am a social worker, a sister, daughter, friend, partner, dog mom, and hopefully a person you can lean on when you want to tune into a space where you can be heard and validated. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode. Today I'm actually going to be talking about the birth of Whole what it means, why I started it, and what my vision is for it. WHOLE is an acronym, but I will get into that a little later. So I think the birth of WHOLE really started when I was a child. Um, As a child, I knew I wanted to go into the helping profession very early. I want to say maybe when I was seven or eight, I knew I... I had this passion, this drive in me to go into the helping profession. And I knew that because whenever I would be out with my parents or we would be driving and I would see a houseless person or a person who I felt needed a little more help, my heart really did hurt for them. It ached for them. And it didn't hurt in the sense, or I wasn't saddened in the sense that I felt pity for them, um, but it was more so the ache was coming from the realization that these individuals needed help. These individuals needed people to lean on. And as a community, it felt like we were failing them, that there weren't programs in place to help them. It felt as if, you know, these individuals were slipping through cracks or slipping through this net. And that's really where the sadness stemmed from, knowing that as an individual, I wanted to do more. As a community, I wish that there was more to be done. And this just need for just wanting to continue to help and wanting to continue to let that that person know you are seen, you are important. And so from a young age, I knew I wanted to go into the helping profession. I knew that I wanted to be able to pull up on somebody's strengths, whatever whatever possible way that was. And I think... Because I had my stepmom who was a therapist, um, I had this maybe under this this slight understanding of maybe that's what I wanted to do. Um, in school, I was always kind of the person that people went to for advice or people talked to, and maybe that's also. The turning point when I thought, okay, in helping profession, I want to be able to talk and I want to be able to, you know, talk with a person and see what their needs are and how I might be able to help them. And so freshman year, I remember we had a class that was specifically about finding your what your career would be before freshman year i had this idea that i knew i wanted to be in the helping profession i was pretty sure that it was going going to be therapy or counseling or some avenue in that way 
And then freshman year, when we took the quiz, looking at your own personality traits, and then from there, it kind of showed what your best career path might be. Um, and for me, it said therapist. And so I took that kind of as a sign that this feeling that you've always felt since you were young is a sign that this is what you should be pursuing that this is the career to go into and so sure enough uh, my undergraduate I did it I majored in psychology and sociology and I knew from those classes from my undergraduate that that is exactly what I wanted to do help people because psychology and sociology were fascinating to me. It was fascinating to understand the brain. It was fascinating to understand how how we interact and and the connections that we have with people and how that has an effect on us individually. And so I knew, okay, this is exactly I'm exactly what I'm I'm supposed to be doing. This is the field or this is the career choice that I should be doing. And then senior year of my undergraduate, I stumbled upon social work and what social work was. And I thought when I read about what social work was, it was a perfect match between psychology and sociology, right? Understanding how there are certain behavioral characteristics that affect how we are feeling, that affect how we present ourselves, but also it's broader than that. It is the connections that we have. It is the environment that, we're, that we are in. And to me, that felt so much more encompassing. It felt so much more whole, really. Um, that social work was able to understand that an individual, their wellness is affected in a much more diverse way than just the body, the mind, and that it was so much more. It was, it was all encompassing, really, is what I thought social work was. And because of that, that is why I decided to pursue my master's in social work. Um, and I think, still to this day, is the best decision I've made. I love being a social worker. I love everything about social work. But that wasn't always the case. Um, when I first got into social work, I knew... Or when I first started social work classes, it was de definitely interesting to me. I thought, okay, this is this is maybe a better drive because it was just definitely like in class, I was so hyper-focused. Like I was laser vision. Everything that I was learning about, I was like, yes, this makes so much sense. But whenever I would ask, okay, like what is social work? People really didn't give me an answer. And so for that, I was like, okay, am I in the right field? Like, I knew I wanted to do therapy. And back then, when I first started my, my master's, I thought it was, it was very much social workers couldn't be therapists. Or I guess I, for some reason, I didn't think that there were therapists who were social workers. I don't know. Um, and so when I asked, like, what the social work profession is... It was never really a, like a clear-cut answer. 
and for me like my personality I like love clear-cut answers like I I want to know kind of like the formula the step-by-step like what is this so that was something that I think in my first the first semester of of being in social work it was hard for me to just really understand what is it because it was it felt like it was I was so connected to the field but at the same time so disconnected because I was like what is social work what do you do and people would tell me well there's social workers everywhere which is true right but I was like no no, no but what is it like how can you tell me that there can be social workers in the school and in the hospital and they can be individual therapists and they can be practicing or like helping with law and like reform like that doesn't make any sense so for me it was really hard to understand how social work can be so broad um and i think the more and more i started to be in classes now be in the field i understand like social workers and the social work profession is needed everywhere it is I personally think that social work is the bridge between so many professions and how we can start to navigate this interdisciplinary like outlook um, on wellness. While I was in my first year of my master's program, I, I was toggling a lot between like, did I make the right move? Was I pursuing the right master's program? Like, was this exactly what I should have done? And so I got this opportunity to be able to sit at or to be able to go to this social work conference. Um, And I think in that social work conference, it answered so many questions for me about not only me in my profession and if I was pursuing the right things, but also it answered a lot of things of how I looked at myself how I now practice and look at uh, the helping profession um, how I look at helping others and I want to say the conference was what introduced me to understanding that wellness is all-encompassing and so I was introduced to this idea called the eight dimensions of wellness And Eight Dimensions of Wellness is actually a, it was actually um, started from SAMHSA, so the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration, and it was a framework to treat somebody who is dealing with some sort of addiction or dual diagnosis, right? And so the Eight Dimensions of Wellness are as follows, financial, emotional, physical, spiritual, environmental, occupational, social, and intellectual. And the idea of the eight dimensions of wellness is that if you think of each of those, or if you think of the eight dimensions as a pie, and you're splitting the pie into eight even pieces, and each of those pieces are the dimensions that I talked about, that the pie 
is you yourself, right? The circle of the pie is you yourself. What makes you whole are all of those dimensions in between or all of those dimensions encompassing it. And so understanding that in order to become your best self, in order for you to reach this optimum wellness is to understand that creating that wellness is also focusing on each dimension, right? Looking at, okay, what is it in my financial dimension that might be affecting my emotional dimension and recognizing that all of the dimensions are touching, right? So if you imagine the pie, all eight pieces are touching each other, right? And so realizing that there's an effect from one dimension to the other, that if you are financially feeling distraught or financially you're feeling stressed out, then that will have an impact on on you emotionally. So understanding that within the pie, each dimension is touching each other, that you cannot just focus on one without focusing on the, the other. You cannot just think that one has only a an effect on you or one has a soul effect on you without realizing that the other dimension also has an effect on you right so if you can imagine the pie and the eight dimensions um, equally you know distributed and imagine yourself losing a job right that you losing a job then financially you're going to get more stress because now there's no there's less income coming in and with that it might emotionally affect you and your partner because there's going to be more strain or or more stress on how are we going to pay for certain bills if there's an emotional stress between you and your partner then environmentally like in your home it might feel like you're walking on eggshells um, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, then maybe you decide to stay out more and maybe go to the bar and drink, right? And so physically, there's going to be a stressor. Physically, there's going to be an effect on you, right? And so realizing that there's a ripple effect and that within these dimensions, because they're touching each other, because that is what makes the circle whole, is realizing that when one thing is affected, then it affects other things, right? That it affects other dimensions, which in turn affects your wellness. And that you can't say that there's only one thing. You can't say that wellness is only affected by one thing when in actuality, it is all of these dimensions encompassed together. Your wellness, overall wellness can be affected adversely if one dimension is lacking. Um, but on the other hand, your wellness can also positively increase you if you focus on one dimension. When I was introduced to this eight dimension of wellness, I really resonated with me because it shows that wellness is so much more than mind-body or mind-body-spirit, right? It's so much, It's understanding that wellness has all these other effects on you as an individual. Um, 
and it also plays back into your wellness is the environment that you're in your wellness is the people that you surround yourself with right the well your wellness is so much more than what your blood pressure says right so it's realizing that wellness is is all encompassing and i think that the more that we can understand that then you realize that everything that you're doing in your day-to-day life from you brushing your teeth to eating a salad to going on a walk to having a conversation with somebody to the five dollars that you spend on coffee all of that truly does attribute and affect your wellness and so from the idea of the eight dimensions of wellness that's how i started to really look at understanding an individual um when it came to me myself in in this practice um in my therapeutic practice as well as understanding that an individual is more than just the situation right or the the problem at hand but it's also the kind of support that they have and the kind of food that they're eating if they're getting enough sleep right and that i think the eight dimensions of wellness is what helped me to understand what social work is because I believe that that's what social work is. Social work is understanding that there's more to an individual than just mind-body and that there's so many other factors that affect an individual and their wellness. And the more that I realize that an individual is whole because of these different dimensions that it encompasses, I started to think of the word whole and I came up with the acronym we heal ourselves with love and empathy and i chose this because i think we are constantly on a journey of healing ourselves and if we can recognize that healing ourselves and taking that journey to becoming a better version of ourselves starts with loving loving yourself learning to love others but really starting from within of that love of realizing that you are such a unique individual you have strengths and qualities that nobody else has and to hone in on that and to recognize that each of us has so much to give and alongside that is with empathy and so i think being empathetic and realizing that connection with others realizing that we have as humans this this need this need for connection um, this need for being able to understand another person and that by you connecting with another person you understanding their emotions and where they are it helps us ourselves to heal it helps us ourselves to get to our next potential to get to our highest potential and so i think that is really the encompassing of whole when we realize that it is not only the love that we have for ourselves but the love we have for others and that connection of others that is what makes us whole so yeah i'm sorry today's was a little long one but i think 
it's important to know why whole is what it is. Uh, And with that, you know, my vision, it did start very intimately and thinking that I only wanted to help individuals and I only wanted to do therapy in in a very um, microscopic way in the sense where I just wanted to continue to do one-on-one work, which is still true. I still want to do one-on-one work, Um, but also realizing that the messages can be shared to maybe a bigger audience and to hopefully get to somebody who doesn't do therapy or to somebody who needs to hear it and realize that there's a community out there that we can just continue to uplift each other. So that's really what my vision is. My vision is to continue to bring out people's strengths and to realize that the strengths that each individual has is something that we should continue to celebrate every single day and continue to lift others up so that they can celebrate themselves and they can learn to love themselves. So today's reflection is, if I were to add one thing in my day that would make me feel complete or whole, what would that be? Thank you for choosing to listen to Whole the Podcast. And if anything in my episodes resonates with you, please like, share, subscribe, and do all the things that help to bring my message to becoming our whole self out to our community.